The Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 16, verses 12 through 15. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that is the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm still giggling. (laughs) To deny the Trinity endangers your salvation to try to comprehend the Trinity threatens your salvation. 500 years later, and Martin Luther is still ringing true. As you survey the spectrum of Christianity, we have Trinitarians, we have non-Trinitarians, we have progressive Christians, we got conservative Christians. We have those who celebrate open communion, and we have those who keep the communion closed to but a chosen few. All this to say that as we celebrate Trinity Sunday, it is to make a statement about your faith in that the context of Christian unity and your relationship to God, be it God the Father, D.L.L. Padre, God the Son, Dios el Hijo, and God the Holy Spirit, D.L.L. Espiritu Santo, Today, we are going to celebrate our sanity in favor of salvation in relationship with Christ. So let us today be bold in our celebration. At this time, I invite you to join me in prayer as we continue with the message. (sighs) Come, Holy Spirit, come. You are welcome here. I pray that you use all of my strength, all of my heart, all of my mind, and all of my soul to bring a message that is pleasing to your sight. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name we love. In Jesus' name we act. Sorry for the the fake out. Uh, I normally go like those three steps further because I'm extra like that. So in reading today's scripture, I read it from the perspective of our human relationship with God. That is, from the perspective of God the Son. Being that I'm from a progressive denomination, I try to use inclusive language, and so from time to time throughout today, you're gonna hear me say God the Child um, in reference. Um, So we have God the Father, God the Son, we have God the Holy Spirit. Now, I do believe in God the Mother, but the God the Mother I, I experience is outside the Trinity. So for the purpose of today's sermon, when you hear me talk about God the Mother, I'm talking about Mother Earth and everything that comes from the Earth, which is literally everything. When we talk about God the Child, we're talking about humans. To paraphrase the psalmist, humans are made in secret, knit together in their mother's womb, 
where they are endowed with all the physical body necessary to be seen and heard and felt in this world. It is with this physical body that one's visceral emotions and cognitive abilities and language enables them to connect and to communicate and to love their fellow humans. Whether or not a biological man and biological woman come together and, and acknowledge God, the creation of life through the process of relationship, intercourse, pregnancy, and birth are embodied miracles endowed in humanity by our creator. The visceral process of making humans is something millions going on billions of people engage in without ever thinking about, let alone acknowledging God's presence in that process. My point being, creating humanity is a miracle bestowed on humans by our creator, God the Father. And it is a miracle that humanity has sole control over. Thus, I'm ascertaining that the totality of humanity is the proverbial son or child of God. So as Christians, as children of God, if you are like Jesus, is your relationship with the Father unilateral or bilateral? Does God, does God only control, does God by himself control your fate? Or do you tell God what you're going to do? Do you meekly pray, asking God to show you a sign? Or do you boldly advocate for the strength to do what God calls you to do in the world? And if it is the latter, how do you know that is from God? We'll talk a little bit more about that later. As a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I attest, for those of you that observe the Trinity, that you are in bilateral relationship with God the Father. As St. Teresa de Avila has taught, Christ has no body but yours. Cristo no tiene más cuerpo que el tuyo. Not only does God use you to be the light of the world, God also uses you to listen and answer prayers. God uses your body to see, to hear, and to feel for the afflicted, and your body to project voice, to give healing touch, and to enact positive change in comforting the hurting. Humanity is the product of the relationship between God the Father and God the Mother. If you are breathing, know you are living in the abundant grace of earth and spirit. Si estás respirando, conoces que estás viviendo en el abrazo abundante de la tierra y el espíritu. Just like we are physical beings who breathe, who eat, who sleep, who drink, who make love in the physical world, we are also spiritual beings connected on a spiritual plane. The spiritual is all things about life that we know to be true, but we can't prove it physically. When we believe things that we know to be true but can't physically prove, but we act on those beliefs anyway, that is called faith. 
God the Father is everything we know about the spirit plane, but can't prove physically beyond our own proclamation. Thus, God the Father is the center of our Christian faith. There is the faith that we proclaim in spoused theology, and then there is the faith that we practice embodied theology. And the space between the two is where we encounter the Holy Spirit, Espiritu Santo. It's in the space where the Espiritu Santo connects us with the prophet Micah, who reminds us to balance justice with mercy. It is in the space between where the Holy Spirit reminds us of the book of Genesis to balance our imperative to multiply geometrically versus our call to be in sustainable stewardship of the earth. It is in this space where Espiritu Santo reminds us of the parable of the Samaritan, changing the question from who is my neighbor to am I being neighbor? Quien es mi vencino versus yo soy vencino. Which is to bring us back to Christ the Father has no body but Christ the Son. So who, what, when, where is God, the Holy Spirit? Remember, remember how I was saying that if you are breathing, you are in the midst of the abundant embrace between God the Father and God the Mother Earth. This is where you find the Holy Spirit, in the breath, in the As Barbara Haggerty explains in her book, Fingerprints of God, she points out oxytocin, also known as the God chemical, which peaks at four different situations occurring upon the human body. Lovemaking, childbirth, breastfeeding, and transcendent connection via preferred spiritual practice. Example, praying to God, which means Humans are not only physical and spiritual beings, but also emotional beings. The emotions we use to discern friend from foe, to care for our kids, to attract or distract a potential mate, these are the same emotions we use to connect with God, our Father. Emotions are like the Wi-Fi for both interpersonal connection and transcendent spiritual connection to the holy. As Christians, we proclaim God the Father who is in heaven in the spirit plane as sacred and holy. As descendants of Christ's disciples, we are God the Son, not by blood, but by incarnational word being made flesh in our baptism. God the Holy Spirit is what emanates from both God the Father and the Son and all that is God. In the same way that you feel love for your children or love for your mate, love for and from God proceeds through the air from the God the Father as a constant signal carried by the Holy Spirit connecting our spiritual bodies to everything else that is of God. To quote the author of 1 John in chapter 4, he says, God is love. If you need to figure out if this is God or something else, if you need to ascertain what direction you're going, always lead with the question, is this love? Where 
is love. Am I following love? As 1 John also teaches us, this is if the Spirit confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, then that is from God. Thus, believe you that as Christ's disciples, you are God's beloved. As you act in that love, you will have the boldness of Hagar, who went so far as to name God on the day of judgment, advocating for grace upon people who do not know what they do. Let that same spirit cause you to advocate for mercy upon people enslaved by their environment. Let, let that call to spirit move you to answer the call to deconstruct the systems that our fathers constructed to serve us at the expense of our neighbor. Jesus reminds us that the greatest commandment is to love God with all your strength, with all your heart, with all your mind, and all your soul. Don't just love God, but love God hard. Love God and love God hard so that the action of loving your neighbor feels, as, feels easy. That feels easy in comparison to where loving your neighbor feels as easy as loving yourself. May the peace of the Lord through the constant and joyful connection with the Holy Spirit be with you all.